All right. Welcome everybody back to another episode of Outside the Box Conversations. And and today is 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 going to be a conversation that uh, is is going to be very special to me. I've got an old friend on the show here in Bob Wills, and and uh, we've we've kind of struck up a, a friendship again as of as of late. Um, I've known Bob since. He was a, a, a small little kid, just like myself. He and I are around the same age. Uh, Bob, how's it going, man? Good, buddy. How are you? Thanks for having I, me. I am wonderful, and I'm so glad to, to have you on the show, and I'm just thankful that you and I have gotten to talk a lot you know, over the past year because you guys are, are doing some really interesting stuff down in Georgia. And uh, you know, I want to start by, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself and, and what it is that you guys are doing? Yeah, sure. Well, uh Glad to be on here, Ben. Thanks for the opportunity. Look forward to talking a little bit about it myself, as well as uh, some of the things where our companies are up to today. Um, ben and I do go way back, uh, <laughs> dribbling basketballs at age of two, three, yes. and uh, watching our dad's fake dunk basketball. So a lot, a lot of, a <laughs> lot of good memories. We were, was it? I can't remember the street in Spartanburg, South Carolina, but we were. Was it? I think we were Duke. Our parents, we lived in a duplex, right? So we, we were did. next door neighbors for a couple of years, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, I I went to the University of Georgia um, for for undergrad as a as pre med as a biology chemistry major. Stuck it through. Medical school didn't quite work out, and it, it led me to the chemical and ingredient distribution world um, out in Dallas, Texas. So I moved out to Dallas literally within two weeks of graduating. Knew no, but nobody started with a startup company. And so just to, you know, the focus of today is going to kind of talk about, of course, CBD and one of the, and the brand we launched, but kind of to segue to that, our business is especially, you know, I've worked for a business called Viachem half for the last 13 years. And our focus is on the specialty uh, chemical ingredient distribution world. Um, kind of my, my baby of the company is the food, beverage, and nutrition space. And so typically what that entails, just and people are familiar with these companies, is working with manufacturers such as Coca-Cola, Pepsi, um, Iovate Health Sciences, big, big brands um, in, the, in the beverage, nutritional, uh, to, to food space, nutrition bars, you, you know, you name it. And you look at the back of, uh, of ingredient decks, ingredient labels, all of those individual ingredients that make the consumer products we consume on a daily basis, that's exactly what we do. So it's our focus to get them from the manufacturer from point A to our distribution facilities, point B, and then to you know, brands, contract manufacturers all around the country um, and or if they have their own manufacturing practices in, in-house, you know, getting them there. So um, about four or five years ago, we attend all these national trade shows, uh, Supply Side West, Natural Expo West, East, Chicago IFT, and you all of a sudden, be- you, you began to see CBD pop into, in, into that arena. Super interesting product. You know, hemp has been around for long periods of time. The history of hemp's actually, it's, it's a pretty phenomenal ride to kind of look back to its multi-purpose uses, um, medicinal to textiles, you name it. And so anyways, you started to see a lot of this activity pop up. Well, we, we began talking with a lot of the extractors. Um, some are still in business, some are not, and there's a lot of smaller shops popping up. Um, but being that we're in the specialty world 
in the food beverage nutrition arena, um, we saw a lot of interest by a lot of these big brands as well as smaller brands um, out there on consumables that we see daily uh, in our households and in, in grocery stores. And we're like, well, we, we need to get in this game. Well, obviously, with the farm bill, that kind of opened things up, the 2018 farm bill, um, you know, a, along with uh, some, some other legislation and pieces. The, the biggest challenge from a food, beverage, nutrition, and even into the personal care, health and wellness, topical style products, you know, the FDA still hasn't made a ruling to, to give CBD its grass status. There's a lot of standardization in terms of manufacturing practices, good manufacturing practices to how you can test this stuff across the board. You can get different results for the same lot number. And so there, there's just some complications, things that need to be worked through. And, you know, is the end near, you know, if I had a crystal ball, I'd love to give a projection, but just don't have a clue. So a lot of your, your, your legacy brands out there, while they might be formulating with it and have products ready to go, you're not seeing it hit a lot of shelves. So that created an entire new market segment where you had a lot of these extractors and companies that went out on a limb that started producing products like this, you know, tinctures that are loaded with hemp oil, MCT oil, broad spec, isolate, full spec, you name it to products like this that would be a, a muscle bomb or recovery bomb or something along those lines. And so over the last four years, a lot has changed. It's become much more sophisticated. The innovation to separate um, all the cannabinoids um, and, and focus on your majors, your minors, your terpenes, you name it. It's, it's out there, but it's created a market with a, a series of health and wellness products that are maybe non-traditional to what we currently see. So about 24 months ago, we, we decided rather than sit on the sidelines with these large institutional companies that are, you know, maybe playing with it, but not really talking about it. We said, let's create a brand that, that focuses on the high end ingredients that we supply incorporate CBD and let's, let's launch a business. Cause let, let's get in it. We're, we're missing out on an opportunity to put something good on the shelves. And so it was about a 24 month period, um, working with FDA lawyers to formulate for, to scientists, to find the contract manufacturers and just quite the process. And then of course, COVID-19 pops up further delays things had a, a, a big impact on the, the, the retail space. So the company Viacom, we founded American Pure Products, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Viacom, our, our, we'll call it our legacy distribution business. And we created the brand Viapure. One of the things that we saw, of course, with, with COVID, and we see with a lot of the, the CBD brands out there today, Many of them have huge, we're in an e-commerce world. It's easy for us to go on a website, click a button, put your payment information, receive the product in two to three days. But when we saw the impact of COVID on small businesses, to the brick and mortars, to the retailers, we created a model. And uh, to, to my knowledge and, and what I see out there, we're one of the few, if not one of the only ones that specifically is focused on B2B commerce to support those retailers, to help drive recurring revenue to their business, to not compete with them on a digital platform or, or an e-commerce. 
you know, we, we see it and we hear it often where you, you go into a store, you buy a product and you like the product. You start researching it. You find your, you go to their website. Next thing you know, you're at 10% off, 5% off, 25% off, depending how long it sits in your cart. And what does that do to that brick and mortar, that retail store? It, they lose, I have to believe they lose it a decent amount of business that way. So we're trying to uh, build, build a brand that's focused on those partnerships with, uh, with retailers, with pharmacies, um, with performance medicine groups like yourself and health food stores and others where we can help drive people to their, to their place of business to build a partnership, a true partnership and a brand where there's, you know, brand loyalty, but also that they can continue to have that customer buy that from them because, you know, that the impact of the, the e-commerce world is pretty substantial to the traditional retailer. Um, but in a nutshell, that's kind of without rambling on too much longer, that's where we are today. And uh, that's kind of the where where we started and well I, you know I Bob I find so much of that fascinating uh, especially you know Viacom what that is and how that uh, went into something like the CBD space Kit for the for the listeners out there you know I think all of us are becoming a little more wary of the ingredients in what we're eating. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more about, you know, you said high-end ingredients mm -hmm. and you guys deal a lot with the labels. Is there anything that the consumer that, you know, that we can teach the consumer today uh, about how to look at labels, what to look out for, uh, anything uh, along those lines? And then I want to kind of parlay that into CBD because I also think that's a huge concern uh, with, with CBD right now. Yeah, sure. So... You know, obviously, when you're when you're building a product, and I'm I'm not a retail expert. I'm a supply chain and ingredient guru. That's again where I hang out. There's always room for improvement. Um, looking at you know how clean label of a product can you get? What's the shelf life stability? And there are certain limitations in terms of whether it be an ingestible or a topical. There are certain products that that are that go into a skincare formula to to help extend that shelf life you know it can be pretty problematic and challenging if you only have a three month or six month shelf life or one year and so you know we're again what we have is not perfect we're going to be working on it but you know when you look at uh look at the back of of an ingredient deck and i remember my organic chemistry professor said you know you're becoming a site you're a science nerd or whatnot when you go to the store and you're looking at the back of an ingredient deck. I've been doing that since college. I've been doing that, not necessarily just from a health conscious standpoint. Um, Cause I'm not too, I'm, I'm kind of a guy, everything in moderation. But when you, when you look at the back of an ingredient, you know, less sometimes is, is more, um, more <laughs> is oftentimes less. And so if it's something that's kind of hard to pronounce, Typically, that might be something that is not necessarily the best thing that should should go. Now, you, you also have to, I guess, understand and, and look at it as you read a uh, an ingredient deck and understand how you to read an ingredient deck. You know, the, the amounts of some of these products in a, a CBD product or a, something that you drink are very small. And so how harmful is it? You know, I'm not here. I'm not a Ph.D. scientist to to talk too much into that. 
but you know, we, we try to, we try to build, you know, our original formula started off looking like this and then we just tried to button it up and, and get it as tight as possible just because I think the, the cleaner, the label, um, for the, you know, a CBD or health and wellness style product is, uh, I, th I think is better. And I think there's a lot of value that brings because once you start bulking something up, you know, the first thing I wonder about if any sports supplement that I take, whether it's a pre-workout, you know, during workout or recovery is being an ingredient guy, where are these, where are these individuals sourcing this stuff from? A lot of your vitamins, a lot of your minerals, a lot of your amino acids come from India or China. You know, very few come from the U.S. or Europe. And you look at where supply is today, and I know the purpose of the, the call is not to really get into supply, but with the tightness of supply, you know, that contract manufacturer, what they're putting in the product, you know, what is their vetting out process? How do they sample it? How do they do their bench work? Um, do they approve off spec? How do they do these things? And so it's important for us as we go through it, knowing exactly who the manufacturer is. Um, in our industry, there's a, a decent amount of relabel that takes place from an ingredients perspective. So really having that visibility in the all around supply chain to make sure the CBD or the MCT oil is what it says it is. And that's the, I guess that's the one thing that my wife, I drive her crazy. And I think I drive my, some of my family members crazy looking at organic, natural, all these different things. And I look at the back of the ingredient and I'm like, ingredient deck. I'm like, how, you know, how can this say it's organic when it contains this or they're stating it has this in it. But I understand, you know, I look at the overall market. I look at imports, exports the supply just is not there to have this mass produced style product. So you're like, it just does, it doesn't add up. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's complicated. We'll just put, we'll, we'll put it that way. Um, well, well let, let me ask you, Bob, like, you know, for the, for the lay person, you know, who isn't in it every day, like you are, mm -hmm. you know, how can we know, like, you know, if something says organic, you know, how can we trust that it actually is organic? And, you know, you mentioned a clean label and what I'm assuming that means is just yeah. a, a small, you know, there's, there's a small amount of ingredients. How can we look at in a, an ingredient deck and know, okay, this is sourced from a, you know, a trustworthy manufacturer. You know, how can we go about that when we're, when we're purchasing, you know, stuff at the grocery store or even vitamins sure. or CBD oil? Yeah. You know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's education and that's one of our value props with our Viapure brand that we can talk about here in a, in a few minutes is supplying that information, that visibility, not only into the CBD where it's farmed, where it's extracted and where this product is done, but visibility into the whole process. So you can educate that retailer or that performance medicine uh, group that's out there talking about the product so they can, they can, they can speak to it in an educated manner. You know, mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I, I learned something new every single day and I, I look at uh, proof supplier lists for companies. I look at all these different things and it still shocks me with even some of your larger fortune five, even fortune 500 companies that might have, you know, this manufacturer is approved. Well, this, they're not a manufacturer. They're a, brand or distributor that buys from this trader that buys from this manufacturer. So it's been relabeled a number of times. So 
I think it's kind of hard to know if you're not in the nitty gritty of it every yeah. single day. Again, I didn't know this world existed until I got into it and you learn something new every day, but depend, you know, that's where the partnership comes in, in play. And, uh, and, and that's again, one of the value props, what we're doing in terms of education, trying to be there for that retailer to walk them through the process hey, this is produced at this facility. This is why we chose this facility. Here's the accreditations. Here's the, here's the, the information. If you go online today and buy any, any type of product, it's, it's hard to know. You, you assume if it's labeled as XYZ brand that XYZ brand is who made the product. In many cases, that's not, not true. It's made at contract manufacturer. Maybe it's in California or Illinois or Georgia or Tennessee, wherever it may be. So the traceability aspect of it all, it's almost impossible for us to to educate because there's only so much time and you're only in front of a, a, a patient or a customer for X, X number of minutes and you, you can't go through every single ingredient. But, that, you know, that's our hopes to be able to provide that mm. um, that visibility into the, the process that, hey, these aminos are sourced here every single time you take our product it's going to have this amino acid or this MCT oil. If we have a change or something in the formula, we're going to let you know that, or if we have a, a better oper buying opportunity based on relationships in the market, you know, we're going to be moving from a palm MCT to a coconut MCT. And here is why we're going to be moving towards an organic X versus a conventional X because of, of this. So you really kind of get a better understanding of how it all ties in to create this, you know, this product that's sitting here today that we, there's a lot of moving parts to that puzzle. So what I'm hearing you say there is traceability is, yeah. is huge. Uh, sure. Being able to kind of work your way backwards from, okay, how did this get on the shelf and where did it come from? Yeah. And, and that's what I find so fascinating about a company like Viacom, who's like, that's what they do is, mm -hmm. is you guys go right to the, you know, the, the source of everything. And then you get into CBD. What has been, you know, what do we need to know about the CBD industry and, and how are you guys applying, you know, that knowledge you have in high end ingredients to, you know, the CBD world? Yeah. You know, I, I, it's, it's just a process. This is an ever evolving process and, you know, change is inevitable and the, the evolution of where CBD is today from where it started, you know, again, I still call myself a novice in this world and I, you know, in terms of technical and details and getting into all, all the nitty gritty of it, there's a lot of people that know it a lot better than myself. But when you, when you look at CBD and you look at traceability, um, there, there's just so much that goes into it from, you know, from the farms, uh, the sustainability of it, you know, when you look at, you know, how to get to an organic compliant status and USDA certified organic, there's so much criteria and content and that rests on the farmers that, that are growing the hemp um, as well as to the production uh, of the, you know, the, the actual end use product. As far as CBD goes, you know, I think one of the complications and that you see it and, you know, firsthand for us is, when you, when you send your products off for third-party testing, you can send your product off to as many labs as you want to, and you're probably going to get different test results. They might be all in the same ballpark, but you're going to have dis different results come from the same lot number and the same exact product across the board. 
And so again, it's the maturation of the, of the process, the testing capabilities, the standardization of it all. It's, it's just, it's complex. I relate this a lot to, you know, Stevia is a very well-known sweetener. We're, we're yes. big in the, in the Stevia mix and our company Viacom was one of the first, uh, distribution groups to, you know, bring, you know, offshore sweeteners. When you look at that, you know, sucralose and other products into the market, but Stevia has only been around for, it's been around for a bit of time, but in terms of commercial availability on shelves, you know, at, at local coffee shops, tabletops, you name it, it's still not been around. So if you start to dive back deep in detail, just looking at Stevia, now it's, it's different than the health benefits of, of CBD, but very similar, it's still maturing. You know, you started at a 60% glycoside level. Now you're up to 99%. Now you're seeing Reb-M and Reb-D and all these different blends that are coming out. You're seeing the same thing happen with, with CBD. So as the innovation and the science drives to it, and, uh, you know, we learn more and, the, again, the, the studying and the, the shelf life, stability, all the different criteria that go into developing a market and an ingredient. You know, I think we'll continue to learn a lot more about the functionality of CBD, all the other cannabinoids that exist within cannabidiol, your CP, CBG, CBNs, you name it, as well as the terpene contents. Um, but for the average, you know, user of it, you know, there, there's things that you look for. You look for, you know, is it an isolate based product? Is it a broad spectrum based product? Is it a full spectrum product? We have this, we have a lot of this on our website, you know, become can a, you go, C- can you go, can you go into that just a little bit? Because that's yeah. one thing I did want to, to, to ask you was like, sure. okay, what are, what are the difference between, you know, an isolate product versus a non-isolate and this in the whole spectrum deal? What, sure. what are we looking for? Yeah. So, you know, on our website, and I can provide this information to you to, to share. And, but, you know, we said we've got four or five videos, you know, get your CBD PhD, essentially breaking down. Yeah. And again, this is stuff I didn't know when I first got we started looking at it. But, you know, what are the differentiating factors between an isolate based product to a broad spec to a full spec? You know, and I, the isolate is strictly CBD, nothing else, no other you know, it, it's not almost, I think it's up to 99.9% pure CBD. It doesn't contain the terpenes. It doesn't contain any other, the cannabinoid profile, like, a, you know, maybe a little CBN or CBG. It, it is strictly, it's an isolated compound. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of noise in the marketplace, depending on who you talk to, the pros and cons to it. To it. Um, if you talk to some folks in the nutrition space, some may say no problem, use it. Others be like not touching it. That's an isolated compound. That's a, you know, that should be an, an API, an active pharmaceutical style product. So that that's the, that's in a nutshell and it kind of in layman terms what isolate is. Um, when you get to, you know, kind of the next, the next way to the, the next product and, and I guess backtrack real quick, the isolate, a lot of people are comfortable with isolate because it is, about as clean as you can get from a THC level. It, it, you can pretty much say zero THC. But the argument from the other arena, when people start talking about isolate, talking about broad spec, and you're, you're losing out on all the other ter- the valuable terpenes. You think about when you eat vegetables, all the phytochemicals and all the, the you know, all the, 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 the good stuff you're getting by eating a pepper or broccoli or right. whatever it may be. 
you're not getting that with an isolate style product. With a broad spec, you're getting those terpenes. You're getting the other cannabinoid profiles. While it might be small, you know, smaller trace amounts, it may be higher concentration of CBD. You are there's a little bit of CBG in there. There's a little bit of CBN in there, and depending on how you break it down, you know, specializing formulas, that's what you're looking at. The the industry, you know, standard with uh, you know, certain T8, Delta 9 THC content is what a lot of folks look for. That is, has improved dramatically. One of the differentiating things about our product as well is we're a, we're a 0.00% Delta 9 THC true broad spec product. So you've got this. So no, no THC. Uh, well, it... It, I, you probably can't say that, but right, yeah, correct. And so when you see something that uses broad spec and says no THC, it's probably non-detectable on in, from a testing aspect and such trace elements. It probably wouldn't show up. But when you talk broad spec or full spec, you know, to my knowledge, I don't think that you you can really go out there and market and say no THC because. In my view, I look at isolate or something. It's got to be entirely pure, ninety nine point nine 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 five percent, for you to say, "Hey, no THC." So, so it would have to be an isolate in order to really be able to 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 come out and say there's no THC. But if you're if you're in any sort of broad spectrum, um, you can't technically say no THC. I don't, you know, from a technicality standpoint and you know regulation standpoint how you label the product, you know, I guess it's up to, up to the brand. And I, I'm sure yeah. that, you know, I could sit here and talk with, with folks for hours about it. You know, I, I'm just, I, I think we would like to err on the side of being conservative. We can, we can say 0.00% Delta nine THC and, you know, back it up with C of A's and things of that nature. But I don't, you know, with a broad spec product, don't necessarily think that you would test positive on a drug test if you consume this. You know, however, from a label perspective, it's been we've been advised to be careful saying no THC. Yeah. And that we're formulating. But there, there's all sorts of, you know, this is a wormhole that we could go down and talk for, for days and nights. But there, there's different ways to call yourself, you know, broad spec. And, you know, you can basically have isolate and add back the terpenes and bulk your product up to call it broad spec. But the, you know, one of the things we have is a, a true broad spec product that goes through very low temperature extraction processes. And it's about as, as close to natural of a, of the ingredient while limiting the amount of THC. So it takes it a step further. Kind of the next product that you see is the full spectrum product that's on the market that, goes up. So, to a, so there's not, there's not a full spectrum out there. There's, so Viapur is broad spectrum yeah, and, and what correct. you're saying, the future is, is heading towards full spectrum. Well, that you, you've got the three out there. There's, there's a lot of full spectrum products up there, but for okay. those users and those people that are concerned, um, maybe they're a truck driver or maybe they're in law enforcement mm -hmm. or, you know, they, they're subject to drug tests. Maybe they work at a, a, a car plant. You know, if, if you go and consume enough full spectrum product, depending on your, you know, your metabolic processes and your, you know, your genetic makeup and whatever else, you know that you are consi consuming up to the legal limit of, of THC. 
Now, will that show up on a drug test? I can't really speak to it because uh, I've, I've not consumed it and, and, and tested, but that's one of the concerns. So trying to get to that broad spectrum um, and what a lot of people like to call the entourage effect, that you're getting the benefits from all those other cannabinoid profile as well as the terpenes and everything from that raw plant that's uh that's what folks look you know what some people look for and a lot of what you, you see the entourage effect thrown out there quite often when you're when you're looking at cbd you know that's the key differentiating factor between you know the isolate the broad spec to the to the, the full spec the full spec is going to contain up to the 0.3 percent you know delta 9 thc and of course you've got delta 8 thc and you're seeing all these delta 8 products pop up, which you can test hot on a drug test for it because the focus has always been on the Delta nine, but the Via Pure product and what we're working with today is exclusively a broad spec product. Now we did recently, and we talked about this uh, offline, but we recently acquired a, uh, a company called EMB entity It's the entity muscle bomb. This is an mm -hmm. isolate based formulation with a lot of herbals and black pepper in it. It's a pretty cool formula uh, product that we're, we're bringing in the mix. We'll probably look at transitioning that from an isolate to a broad spec. Um, but as we work through the inventory with it, you know, so we do have this not Viapure branded today, but it is an isolate based topical formula. But other than that, you know, broad spec, we're believers in broad spec. We like broad spec. I'm a user of broad spec product and, uh, that's that's just the direction that, we're going at the current moment. Yeah, that, that's super interesting. The the broad spectrum there, and so you know when, when we talk about Viapure, mm -hmm. um, Viapure is a is a broad spec CBD. Um, mm -hmm. What else? What other differentiators are are there between Viapure and maybe some of the others that people are seeing right now? Yeah, yeah you know, so so again, our our model, our business model is is totally different. We're we're going to be a B two B versus a B two mm -hmm. C. Yep. You know, in, ter in terms of market exposure, brand awareness, per you know, perhaps that handcuffs us a little bit. But, you know, we're, mm -hmm. we've got, gotten a lot of positive feedback and it's a little bit unique from the standpoint that a lot of these other big brands out there and not not going to drop any names on it. But a lot of them have these huge e-commerce platforms where you and I can go on there with a few, you know, a few clicks of the button and buy the product. Mm hmm. And so they're always in competition with their retailers, whether their retailers like it or not. Now that that might not matter to to some people in this day and age. And I've talked to a, a handful of very seasoned retailers, not specific to the CBD space and the uh, and the retail you know, that are in you know whether it's clothing or you know nutritional supplements. They all they ten years ago they said, hey, that that's something that would really resonate but to in today's world everybody expects these manufacturers or these brands that are coming out there to have that e-commerce so that's a huge value prop for us you know i think the other pieces to it a lot of these brands that exist while they do have formulation experts on hand and people working on formulas and playing with it they rely heavily on their contract manufacturers to do all the sourcing for them mm. So our hands are in the process from start to finish. We, a lot of times, you know, we don't supply every ingredient under the sun, but a lot of the key ingredients and in terms of high volume and concentration, 
we're making sure that that specific ingredient is being used in our product by this specific manufacturer. So we do have a little bit of a, you know, unique vantage point in that arena, yeah. in, my, in my opinion, because, you know, we know all the big MCT players out there. We know those who relabel product. We know where this comes from when there's a bottleneck in production, looking at, you know, the global impact of supply chain with things like what's taking place with the Suez Canal. You know, we inventory a lot of these ingredients in the U.S. So that's a, an, another piece to the puzzle that I think we that we do bring a, a kind of a unique perspective. CBD is super important and you want to get the CBD right. Uh, when I talk to individuals and just like on this call, I think you also want to get all of your other ingredients right. And you want to, hey, are they responsibly sourced? Are they the manufacturing? Do they have your non-GMO documents? Do they have their uh, the ISO certifications, kosher, halal, you name it? You know, what's the shelf life on the MCT that's being used in this product or the xanthan gum or, you know, the the Arnica Montana or these herbals, where does this come from? Does it come from China? Does it come from Brazil, Europe, the U.S.? And that's, a, I think, another big value add and, and something that we don't talk too much about because a lot of people are focused on the CBD, but that's just another aspect of visibility into the, the entire process that I think we bring to the table. And the fact that, that we're in with a lot of these contract manufacturers across the country, and we know the, the the good ones that are making powdered supplements for ready to drink beverages, the ones that are making topical, you know, solutions, your lotions, your balms, your creams to your stick packs, to your your tinctures. We've we go and walk through the facility. We know the, the people who are running the product. We know, you know, their support staff and, you know, really integrate and try to build partnerships. And we want our retailers to know exactly where this stuff is made, where this stuff is coming from. Well, um, I, I think that's the coolest part of, yeah. of, of, of Viacim being the, you know, the, the umbrella uh, of Viapure, you know, sure. like I, I think that's what's super cool about it. And, you know, I, I do want to ask because I, I've gotten some feedback in office. Uh, Viapure tastes better. Yeah. Is there, in, from an ingredient standpoint, is there a reason why, you know, it's a better tasting CBD than, than maybe others? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think uh, that, you know, the purity level and what you're, from a CBD perspective, that, you know, that's, that's one bit. A lot of your tinctures out there today utilize um, hemp oil, which is hempy tasting. And, you know, they they try to mask a lot of that with other flavors. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. I think shelf life, stability, flavor profile, you know, how is it stored with sunlight over time? Things do break down. And, huh. and that all it, impacts the taste? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, how well does a lemon react with a hemp oil to your CBD oil or your other products? You know, that's that's a lot to be learned. You know, we utilize MCT oil in our product that's pretty much colorless and flavorless. And so while you have a, a bit of the the probably hempy taste that's associated with, you know, your, your broad spec CBD, if you ate or consumed that raw, you would really taste it. You know, we've we throw in some stevia and some some peppermint 
And it was, it was the pepper. It was the pepper one that yeah. was. Uh, so it, it literally, you know, I, and I and I would agree. I've tried a lot of tinctures. I think you know our formula. I think it is a better tasting. It tastes like I just consumed a peppermint. It almost yeah. gives me a little bit of a fresh breath. But a lot of the products I have have tasted out there, when you get into the broad broad spec profile, are are certainly very hempy. Some people don't mind it, and it, it's not too offensive to me because I know what I'm getting into. And uh, you kind of expect it once you've sampled a lot of these products. Um, but I, the, the flavor, you know, we're starting with this with a peppermint. You know, we can we can go a lot of different arena, you know, ways and avenues. But, you know, our, to, to get started, we're you know, we've been working on this for 24 months, but we've only really been knocking on doors and having product to sell for about two months now. So there's a lot of there's a lot of time uh, that we put into this. And just trying to create things that would be well received, smell good, and again, it's our product's not going to be for everybody, and totally get it. And there's improvement on on all fronts, RN, from a packaging perspective to label perspective to cleaning up our labels to taste to smells. Um, but I, you know, I think we did all right for our our first go, and you know, we're we're excited about where we're at today, and the the interest. We just we got to continue to spread our wings and you know, create that partnership, not only with the retailer, but with the retailer's customers. So they come back and they're like, Hey, I like this. This tastes good. I see the benefits of this. And well, you guys are doing such a good job. I've been so impressed throughout this whole process. And I got one more question for you and it's industry specific. Yeah. Where do you, where do you, where do you see the CBD industry going, especially, you know, as we move towards, uh, most likely in an environment where, you know, marijuana is, is legal. Um, what's your, where, where's there going to be a divider? Is there going to be a place for CBD? Um, and what's your, your two cents on that? Yeah, I, I, that's a question we get all the time. Uh, I, I certainly think so. I think that, you know, one of the things you got to be really careful about it, you know, for me in conversation, getting in, making claims, I see sure. the benefits of CBD personally. I'm not going to get into some of the, some of the some of the bits and pieces um, I've been using it pretty religiously for about a year now mm-hmm. uh, specifically to some of the formulas we put together for for ourselves and um, you know I've seen some things maybe I didn't I don't really feel like I carry too much of a, a stress load I'm pretty even kill individual but maybe my body was dealing with some some stresses that maybe were just internalized that I would never you would never know that I was stressed out so I've seen some uh, some bits and pieces of, you know, some, some relief in that area, you know, is it placebo effect? I don't truly believe it is. I think it is something that is actually real. Um, but the que- to get back to your question, you know, we, we get that question all the time about the legalization of marijuana, you know, all these Delta eight gummies and formulas and things. I think that you'll see the, I think that there will be something that comes in that, you look at some of these Delta eight products that are out there. I think at the end of the day, and there are certain jobs, whether marijuana is legal or not, that they're still not going to want you to test positive for mar- for, for marijuana or, or for, for, you know, un- for, for Delta nine, even if it's federally approved or, you know, it is state approved. I think that there's still going to be thing, you know, bits and pieces there, but I also think there's a, a massive amount of the population, you know, that does not want to have any psychoactive impact of 
you know, getting high or in, in that in that kind of that frame of chill state of mind. You know, I'm I'm one of those people, and uh, I you know I I want to always try to maintain you know a clear sure. state of mind, and I don't want to be impaired by any means. And I know that there's you know the the medical marijuana to to marijuana um, in, in general and just the cold cannabis sector. You know, there there's different strains, there's different potency levels. And, you know, I think I'm fascinated by a lot of that stuff. But for me, I think people are going to want to receive some of the benefits that, can, you know, cannabinoids can bring to the table without having to worry about, you know, am I going to get a little bit buzzy or am I not going to get buzzy? And I think, right. that, I think that it's got a place. I think you're seeing a lot of investment in, in this industry, you, there's a lot of bold projections of where it's going from a, you know, from a, just a dollar and global and just national economic impact. Uh, I just, I don't see it going anywhere. I think we're, we're still early in the process and the, the maturation of CBD to the CBGs and all these other, you know, my, majors and minors that we're, that we're finding, I think is the tip of the iceberg. And I think it's here to stay. That's me personally. That's fascinating. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm excited where with where this is going. I'm excited about Viapure, and and I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time today. Uh, yeah, this has sure. been so much fun. Uh, why, why don't you just put up your product one more time so people can see? Uh, it comes in how many forms, Bob? Yeah. So one of you know one of this is just this is our retail box, and this is you know what our standard tincture is. You know, we're always looking at. You know, what are new products? We, we had to get in the game. We, we're not reinventing the wheel by any means. You know, we've got three different uh, milligram tinctures. We got a 500, a 1,000, and a 1,500. There's still a lot of confusion in terms of dosage and what people, you know, hey, what, what, should, I, what should I do? Well, exactly. Maybe, Nobody knows. And, and I think that it's, I can sit here and tell you what to do and try it, but I think it, you know, everybody is different. And yeah. you just have to find out what works. Um, we've got a... Uh, a, a balm. This uh, one of the cool things about it in, with some, it's got golden jojoba oil in it, but this is more of a, a waxy style. It's kind of hard to see here, but a waxy style balm that you would rub, rub on your hands and massage it in. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, kind of a traditional roll on um, that. Let's see if I unscrew it here that had, you know, your traditional yeah. ball roll on that's uh kind of a you know, muscle balm as well. And then you, we have our airless pump, you know, lotion that hand cream, moisturizer, you name it, that contains 500 milligrams of broad spec, true broad spec CBD. So, there's, you know, there's more to come. Gummies are obviously a, a, big, a big arena that a lot of folks are playing in. There's all sorts of different formulation and sophistication, multivitamin, gummies and there's a bath bomb there's all sorts of ways we can take it but again not reinventing the wheel here we had to kind of get your core products to get in the game and from here we'll continue to 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 build out different products and we're you know we're excited to where this this brand can go and you know this you know what, what our vision is having products that are specific to certain arenas so you know maybe it's uh, you know, vibe pure and have them, you know, color related to, to the, the spy industry, to the mm. pharmaceutical, to pharmacy industry, to, 
health and wellness to performance medicine type type individuals to, you know, maybe looking at getting into, you know, other other areas, you know, sports, fitness and golf and tennis or, you know, football, you, you name it. You know, I think, again, I think CBD is, is here to stay and, you know, we're we're excited to finally be in the mix. It was a long time coming and now we just got to get out there and get a bunch of retail partners on board and, and give them the service and, and see, you know, give, give them just the, the overall picture on supply chain, cutting down lead times. There's so much we could talk about and, you know, the, the gaps in, in supply chain lead times, having inventory, you know, we, we bring a, a very in-depth and, you know, while Viacom is 15 years old today, uh, we, we bring a wealth of knowledge into the distribution space. You know, our, our company's got is made from, from individuals that have collective a hundred plus years of experience in the whole supply chain, um, chemical and ingredient distribution space. So that when you look at the overall cost of doing business, there's a lot of different pieces that, that we're, that we're focusing on. And we're hoping that we can relate that and educate these, you know, retailers and give them the tools that they need to, you know, maintain and build a very, very, uh, profitable business on their end as well. Well, I, I just love how you guys have, have brought your expertise into this arena. Uh, cause there, it's such, um, to me, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a missing link in, in the CBD world and you guys mm-hmm. are applying that beautifully. And, uh, I'm excited with where Viapure is going. I've been impressed with, uh, the sprint you guys have been on the last couple of months. Yep. Uh, and I, I look forward to, to, to keeping up with you about it. And yeah, what we'll need sure. to do, Bob is, is get you back on the show with, sure. you know, with updates. And there's so many things that you, you, you brought up in, in this conversation that we could dive deep on. So I'd love to have you back. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. We'd love to uh, be welcome back. And, you know, there's a lot of different talking points and, you know, could probably hit 15, 20 minutes just talking about, um, you know, I've got some interesting, what I think are interesting talking points that we're a cannabinoid deficient society. And so uh, a lot of, a lot of individuals, you know, how we, you know, how we got cannabinoids in the past that we didn't even realize it from eat, you know, eating chickens or consuming beef or eggs or milk, because a lot of these, you know, that, you know, cows, chickens, you name it, pigs, we're consuming hemp mill and different things like that. So we were getting some of these cannabinoids and we didn't even know it. I've got a cool like history of hemp, about 30 minute video um, that I, that I organized with a, a guy who is certainly more leaps and bounds ahead of me in terms of industry expert. I'll share that with you and just, I think you'll Please be fascinated. Do. It's pretty cool to, to watch, watch it through, look at the eradication of hemp, looking at all these different things. Again, I'm not saying it's a cure all, and it's not going to work for everyone, but I think the biggest, you know, piece is, is educating individuals as to, hey, what this is that's on the shelf, uh, being able to discern between the different isolate, the broad, the full spec, and getting comfortable with CBD. And it might work for you, it might not work for you, but it's not, you know, I think it's what 38% of the population know, I think today, and that number's growing, knows what CBD is, but, and, or they've heard of it. And so there's a lot of non-traditional retail avenues um, that uh, that I think this this is something that could fit in the mix of their their operation and just further education. We look forward to the opportunity just to answer questions and 
whether anybody buys something or not, getting getting them familiar with it and hey, try it out. It it might work for you. It might not work for you, but uh, it, get give it a run and just check it out. It's so fascinating, and I you you it really just, is. Just mentioning like the, the, the meat industry and the food industry in general and, and how we've gotten to where we are now. We, we've got we've to do a, a full episode on that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's, it, you know, sci- science is cool. The human body is cool. And I think, you know, we're all looking for, for areas of, you know, how can we improve certain things? You know, we have, you know, this going on in our lives or this going on in our lives and, you know, not just being educated and, and that's our job in terms of all the ingredients and what we're doing to provide that content and that information to get people comfortable and, and give them the service that, that they demand. So if you were to, you know, as a consumer, if you went and bought this from one of your local CBD shops or pharmacies, that if you were to call up, you wouldn't, you couldn't buy this from me unless you wanted to sit, provide your, your, uh, you know, IEN number or, or EIN, whatever it is, your federal tax exempt certificate and all that type of thing or state, but we could answer questions for you. We could, we could give you the customer service and try to help educate you on our, on our products. I do it just for fun every now and again, and Hey, try it out sometime, but look at some of these major brands that are out there. Some of which have been sucked up by private equity and others call their customer service line and see how much information you can get. Hey, where's the stuff? Where, where, where's the stuff farmed? Where's it come from? In Colorado or California? Okay, where specifically? What region? Hey, where, where is the actual tincture that I'm consuming right here? I'm, you know, I'm using your thousand milligram peppermint broad spec product. Where is this made? What you know? Is it made in the USA? Most of it is, but where in general is it? So that's those are things that I'm hoping that we can will resonate with individuals so that I can walk them through. And, and say, you know, this is made here. There's some things that we, we can't talk about just from a confidentiality aspect, but giving people the comfort level, hey, this is, this is the process. This is kind of how it is. And this is made in a f- strictly food-grade facility. There's nothing else being made here except food products or supplements. There's no allergens here. There, there's just so much that goes into it. And, um, well, you just dropped, you know, a huge gem there and, and, and just – knowing that you can call these places and ask these questions and you can get a feel for, you know, whether or not they're super open about it or, or not. Or, or and, knowledgeable. And they might not even be provided that information. So again, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's not to call anybody out or, or look at it, but you know, go try to go fi- try to figure this out, see where yeah. stuff is actually put into the bottles and ask them, Hey, I'm looking at the back of your tincture. I see that you've got MCT oil on here. You know, who's the manufacturer of that MCT oil? And I would have to believe that a lot of these, a lot of these individuals probably wouldn't be able to tell you too much about it. Maybe some people care, some people don't care. But again, that's another piece of the puzzle that we're, we're hoping does resonate. And I think it's, a, it's pretty cool that we can walk you through the entire process. Hey, here's your three major players in the, in the world of MCT oil, here's your major players for this ingredient. This is where this stuff typically comes from. You know, what, you know, walk them through. Not everybody cares about that, but that's the aspect that I think is pretty cool. I think it's super cool. And I'll ask you just a, you know, point blank, should they care? Well, I think so. (laughs) 
personally. <laughs> there, are, uh, there are certain brands of products out there that being in this industry that I won't buy their products because I know how, what their buying habits are. I know, I know where they buy their stuff from. I know what they're focused on. And, you know, everybody tells you quality, quality, quality. Um, but again, maybe I know too much being in the, <laughs> the ingredients space and I see it on a daily basis. Um, and again, everything in moderation, in my opinion, but you know, that I, I think it's important. I pay attention yeah. to those things. Again, I'm in the industry, so I need to care and pay attention to those things. I mean, there's certain brands of ingredients that we're not going to sell and promote into the marketplace because I know that, you know, we can, this is a, a, again, another topic of conversation. I'm glad to talk about any given time, but I can, I could rattle off some major, you know, some product that goes into some products out there. This plant's been shut down for a year or two. They're buying somebody else's product, repurposing it, putting yep. it on their own label, creating C of A's tied to that repurposing of the product. And then that goes in to all, all these things. I've seen it firsthand. I've heard it firsthand. And I've, I've been in a lot of these plants around the world that are producing all these ingredients that go into things that we consume and put on our skin on a daily basis. Not all of them. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I, should, I think should you care? I think it's a personal preference to each their own. Right. I, I personally think you should care. Uh, yeah. and I think that, um, people are becoming more and more aware of this sort of thing now. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that people are going to start calling these places and, yep. and, and, and kind of doing their due diligence because, you know, we're big believers in, you know, what you put in your mouth, uh, is, is determines your health, you know, so yeah. you, you got to be conscious of it. So no, um, I, I, I think, I think so. And a lot of, you know, fact finding missions, I mean, it, it's, it's just part of the game. It's, it's fun again. This is the space that I'm in, and I, it's important for us to know where things are coming from. Have we been in situations where we've probably bought stuff? You know, we're, we're – I guess we're all maybe sometimes in the distribution space or just ingredient world. You know, we're not there every step of the way. And so somebody could see this and like, well, how, how can you guarantee you're not there every single time? Um, but, you know – from years in the, in the, in the space, partnering up with specific people, specific companies, and, you know, looking at the big picture and longevity of it all, you know, there, there are occurrences where something might transpire, but for the most part, I feel like we do a pretty daggum good job of it. Well, it certainly sounds like it, man. I'm, I'm just so happy to have you on. Bob, yeah. it's great talking to you. Bob Wills with Viapure. Guys, check it out. Um, as always, thank you for joining the show and, and hanging out with us. Um, don't go away because we will be back next time. See you guys. Cool. Thanks, Ben. Don't go away. Dude, that was awesome, man. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.